0: Wes, this feels, this, I'm sure even more to you, this feels like one of those days where we're just putting out too much content. <laughs> this is too, this is, <laughs> Nonsense. <laughs> <laughs>
1: There's never too much VR content, especially PSVR content in 2022.
0: We can't get enough. It's true. It's true. I don't know. There's got to be this, some of the people sitting out there right now going, we've already seen these guys today. This, this, might, be, this, this might be enough. We'll have
1: too much for example uh looper the underground game cat mm-hmm. with the uh five quid donation yeah. says Brian paul says that the world the vr world is missing a cooking sword fighting game mm-hmm. but brian mm-hmm. zenith exists holy shit
0: we already have a cooking sword fighting game that's amazing uh we need we need more zenith in our life let's
1: yeah yeah you think so
0: i mean it's getting a free psvr2 upgrade Wes. a free one a free one. Take that, polyarch. <laughs> Take that and shove it up your tiny little mouse hole. <laughs> oh, shots fired. Yeah, this is it, it's gonna it's gonna be a crazy episode. I am hungry and I'm tired. <laughs> so let's let's fucking do it, man. You ready? Good. Yep. I uh,
1: was ready as I'm gonna be. Let's go. Let's go.
0: This is PSVR Gamescast Live. We film live every single Monday. God, I hate that. <laughs> West. They demanded it, Wes. They demanded it. It wasn't good enough to have a Westness Day and a Two Wise Friday. No, we needed a Monday. Every West Day and Two Wise Friday right here on uh, YouTube, 6 p.m. Eastern. We do it live, 6 p.m. Eastern. I already said that, for your viewing pleasure. But if you know what? If you don't like looking at our faces and looking at our faces, I can understand why we uh, get this thing up on podcast services of your choice. Yes. Including Spotify. Thanks to our good friend, Jay meow for your <gasps> say it with me, everybody oral pleasure. I love mispronouncing that word ever so slightly. I don't know. Is that, is that mispronounced oral or oral? It'd be like oral versus oral. You know what? Maybe if we don't talk about it, it'd be funnier.
1: I, th- I think, I think we should probably not overanalyze here, Brian.
0: Probably a good idea. Probably a good idea. Um, yeah, my, my name is Brian Paul from this channel right here, PSVR without parole, and this gentleman to my right for the second time today, it's Wes Dylan from Virtual Strangers.
1: What's up, Brian? What's up, GameCats? Deja vu, Brian. It's like uh, it's like Groundhog's Day over here. Like father, like son.
0: It is, and you're just gonna have to stay right there while I fix the logo. The logo was really small, and now.
1: <clears throat> By the way, kudos on the new logo. I think it's pretty sweet. I've been wondering. To myself, when's Brian going to update the logo? Mm-hmm.
0: answer Question answered. The only time anything gets done around here, Wes, is when someone else does it. <laughs> so, thank you, thank you, Matt Ferguson, for you know pulling my weight.
1: Shout out, Matt Ferguson.
0: Very yeah, very impressed, man. Very uh, very happy. You know what else I'm impressed with? This this isn't a virtual strangers joke, I swear. Um, I'm impressed that more people get PSVR 2 pre-orders in today. West, this is crazy. We knew that uh, we, or was it yesterday? Was it yesterday? The sixth, the seventh? I don't fucking know, man. All these days keep running together. Both, yeah. Both, I think. Yeah, oh, yeah. we knew a we knew a new PSVR two pre order event would be happening, uh, and but I was skeptical. On Monday's show, it was like, I was like, dude, I'm real skeptical because. No emails have gone out. No one's gotten a new invitation. What the hell's is happening? Uh, and then I wake up yesterday or today or, or wh- however time works, and there was—I mean—just a slew of people all saying, oh, "I got my email," and I, and I went and I pre-ordered, uh, and, it, and it seems like—and uh, it seems like it's. Uh, yeah, see, Niles Ryan and, Niles Ryan in the chat. Uh, you, a lot of people got an invitation, but it does seem like a lot of people don't need an invitation. You can just go over to uh, direct.playstation.com and just order it. And if you did that, please let me know in the chat uh, so we can uh, so we, so we can see like what, what's going on with that, man. Because uh, I, you can only order one per account, and so I can't tell from my account what's going on. Have you heard any more information on I that? Tell-
1: I can tell that they are still live. They are still in stock because I am logged in to my one account that didn't <laughs> get the invite the first time. Mm-hmm. And I can order them on there right now. Uh, so um, pre-orders are open from now until February. I did get the email, the second wave of emails. The uh, I think they're a farce, though, man. I don't think that they're actually invitations. I think that it's the same. It's the equivalent of uh, like email notifications that, that you get. Really? Any other kind of promo. Uh, and I think anybody that wants to go sign in can, in North America at least, can get one right now. And what this tells me, Brian, is that retailers, retail partners, must be right around the corner. Mm. They're trying to get in everybody right now. So I'd say with the, but before the end of the year, maybe even, uh, we'll see Amazon and Walmart and Best Buy
0: and everyone with that. Listen, all I'm gonna say, all I'm gonna say, this won't be the only thing I'm gonna say because we still have like another hour to fill. But all I'm gonna say regarding this is that if you have not gotten your pre-order in, and you wait to get your pre-order in until after Sony begins their marketing, and then all the scalpers get out there and buy them all up, I'm, I'm really not gonna feel bad for you. You've had your chance. You've had your chance. You have your chance now. Do it, or don't. I don't care what you do, but but I'm but I'm just not gonna feel bad for you if you don't do it now, <laughs> that's all.
1: It's a, it's a good point, Brian. And I saw someone on the Discord say this earlier. Like, a lot of people have been critical of this approach. It obviously is very clunky and, and not the best from a marketing perspective. But no one can say that Sony hasn't taken care of the PSVR faithful and that we didn't get our chance to get our, uh, our headsets before the scalpers got them. Uh, everyone has had their chance now. Um, so, you know, as, as weird as it's been this time around, been effective what's your what's your background my background is Everslot I think I think it's Everslot did I change it no it's Everslot although I'm very blue do I look blue on your screen
0: if I was green I would die you do look a little blue do you need some snuggles Yeah, I didn't snuggles well, logitech uh, snuggles <laughs> make me less yeah, blue <laughs>
1: Uh, I'm always down for snuggles, but the the Logitech auto white balance is just garbage. Mm. So let's fix that.
0: Fix that shit. Yeah. yeah. A- AJ was blue Monday, but we snuggled him up and, and fixed him. Fixed him up before the show. Glad to hear it. Yeah. Um... Oh, yeah. All right, while, uh, while Wes is taking care of his, his blue levels, uh, PSVR Underground with a $5 tip. What's up, AJ? I'm sorry, Munjay. Uh, I guess just call it, start calling AJ Munjay from now on. That, that'll fix you guys. Right? <laughs> it's like, you wanted it? You got it. Uh, he says, this stream is sponsored by PSVR Underground and Beanies. I don't, I don't think that's how this works. Um, I mean, I guess technically it's also sponsored by Looper. It's sponsored by anybody who's tipping. So thank you. For all sponsoring the show. All right, man. Well, congratulations to everybody who got their pre orders in. Uh, and, and and so hopefully there's nobody left in the chat. Maybe it would be smarter for me not to say who got their uh, pre orders in today. Maybe smarter for me to say who's still unable to pre order, who's gone to direct.playstation.com and still can't. I want to see your chats, or your messages in the chat. Uh, somebody help Agent Jack Bauer out there. Seems like he needs some help. Uh, this is not directly related to PSVR two, West, but uh, I don't know if you saw it. There was a fire sprite studio profile, uh, on the PlayStation YouTube channel today. And they, you know, they, they talked about their, uh, their pedigree a little bit, um, without naming names and without naming games, they, they did infer that there were, uh, certainly people on the team who, who had been in the industry for a long time. Uh, they also, uh, talked a little bit about the persistence and call of the mountain. um, Did you get a chance to watch this?
1: Yeah, a little bit of it. Um, I I didn't glean a whole lot of information from it, but it sounded like a whole lot of uh, we're really glad to be part of the team now and and to have such. uh, What if digital could help your organization change the world? And it's true. Uh, I've just recently kind of learned about Fire Sprite's pedigree with regard to PlayStation. I really didn't know that they had been around as long as they have making games for PlayStation. It's actually pretty impressive
0: yeah a lot of their uh a big chunk of their studio uh was actually former Cygnosis employees if you guys remember Cygnosis, they uh they were god the Destruction Derby people Destruction Derby 2 was amazing the wipeout people um but I remember Cygnosis going back as far as like Sega Genesis so they've been around for quite a while making pretty cool games uh yeah, don't, I don't know where that sound came from. <laughs> Sorry, you guys. One of the very many mysteries of, uh, of Gamescast Live is sometimes where website noise comes from. Um, uh, Imaginator with the $10 tip says, That recent upload broadcast got me all the more excited about PlayStation VR 2. All these other platform games are quickly looking like the Nintendo DS of VR, while PSVR 2 is truly the place for next-gen VR. I feel like we've been saying this for almost two years now uh, saying that as you know as as great as Quest was kind of uh, you know bringing different options uh, and lowering the friction to VR um, it wasn't doing anything as far as pushing AAA and and getting uh, more immersive graphics and more immersive environments uh, to the gamer and so this to me I, I think, I think PC VR is, is very, very fringe VR. Uh, it's very, it's a very small market. And I, so I think this is the, this is the first time consumer VR is going to be really, really pushed forward since, since really in my book, the PSVR one came out, uh, Wes, you're a PC gamer, you're a, you're a quest gamer, you're a PSVR gamer. You, you're more well-rounded than I am. Would you agree with that statement or am I fucking out of my mind? I would
1: absolutely agree with it. And I, and it... Just as much as this is kind of a continuation for what Sony started with PSVR1, it's just maybe even more so a continuation of what the Oculus founders started because the vision that we have for the future of VR gaming right now, the, our, our future that we're hopeful that we get, this is what the, the plan originally was before Meta changed the game up on everybody. But in the early days... Oculus was funding high-end VR games for PC. And um, the year before the Quest came out, they decided internally to, to shift focus. And basically what was left of the original Oculus founders left at that point because they didn't believe in what Meta was doing. And we've since found out what they were doing and that is taking a step back in terms of uh, you know the quality of the experiences in order to make vr accessible for the masses which i've said many times a necessary evil and saved vr in many ways mm-hmm. but it's time to get back to the original vision and i feel like that's what psvr 2 is
0: doing i agree uh zombie says you're too nice that was a total missed opportunity to tell brian that he's absolutely bonkers batshit crazy <laughs> i think we should take advantage of i agree any of those opportunities that arise um so yeah so uh Getting back to this fire Sprite video, I, I, I thought it was really nice to, to see. Oh, oh, hey, here's here's some of the people behind uh, the games that we love, and and here's Sony taking a second to sort of shift focus and be like, oh, look at you know this positive uh, community of, of developers and whatever the whole thing. Didn't tell us fucking anything, man. I watched this thing, <laughs> I watched this thing twice, uh, three minutes of like just real nothing. Um, what's the point of this? Like, what what is what is the point of is is it, like, is there, a, I understand like, humanizing developers, I think, is really important, and making sure that you know that there are human beings that work hard behind the scenes uh, making the games that you love. I think that's really important, but is that, I mean, is that the, the message here?
1: Well, I mean, I, I, I guess we should start with the caveat that, obviously, this is speculation on our part, but... If I break it down into logic and I see that there's a, a two minute commercial for fire Sprite games on the PlayStation YouTube channel then one plus One's too like they're they're promoting Fire Sprite they want to raise the profile of that studio was there any were there any of the other studios recently that have been uh, focused on like this
0: not to my knowledge so this could be the first of many that we see potentially that's possible yep. or it's possible
1: that they have big plans for fire sprite going forward and they think that fire Sprite should be held in a, a higher regard like some of their other more higher profile studios uh, we we already know that uh, fire sprite are in tight with uh, you know Guerrilla games and uh, Sony London which are a couple of the bigger studios within the uh, the, the PlayStation stable if you will mm-hmm. and we also know that uh, former gorilla games head Herman holst is the the, the head of Sony PlayStation studios right now. So, uh, I'll I just look at this as a promotional push for that studio. And, uh, I would expect lots of big announcements, uh, coming out of that camp over the next couple of
0: years. I agree. I agree. Also, uh, oh, thank you. Or seek beat me to the punch. Uh, there, there is a reason for this, uh, or seek says because it was just the fire sprites, uh, milestone anniversary. They're celebrating 10 years as I believe fire sprite, um, so I wonder how, man, I wonder what Firesprite did as Firesprite before the persistence, because I can't say I can think of any title that they made. It'd be easy to figure out, but I think mysteries are more fun. So let's leave it at that.
1: Yeah, I don't know what they put their name on. You mentioned a couple of things earlier. I, I'm pretty sure they worked on, um, the Playroom. Is that right? They worked on the Playroom right. for uh, PS4? Yep. Yeah.
0: Good call. Um, so guys, if you don't know already, we should probably mention this, uh, These conversations happen 24-7 over on a little place called Discord. And you can join our Discord by clicking the link in the description below. Um, It's completely free to join, hang out, have fun, shoot the shit. It's good times. Uh, But it's also the best way to get your question read on the show. There's a channel over there called Viewer Takeover. And you can put your questions in there. And, well, we'll probably read some of them on the air. Just like we're going to do right now with SlayFi. Gamecat Henry, I swear to I swear to God, if you don't change that to Slay Ride, Gamecat Henry, we're going to have words. He writes, hashtag viewer <laughs> takeover. If Sony does indeed hold off on a big marketing push on PSVR2 until holiday season 2023, could that make early adopters feel like they're in the cold for 8 to 10 months? That's assuming AAA game releases will be held back as well. I don't, I feel, I feel like this is in response to something I might have said, saying like, you know, that holiday 2023 will be the big first push for PSVR 2. But I don't, I don't think Sony's going to leave us in the cold all year long leading up to that. I think there'll be a nice push at launch. There'll probably be like, you know, a few announcements here and there throughout the course of the year, let us know what big titles are coming. Um, and I think there's going to be plenty of excitement, even if that excitement lies mostly on the PlayStation blog. Um, I don't, I don't think. I don't think the next eight to 10 months are going to be like dry or anything else. I think we're going to see plenty of stuff, but I do think that holiday 2023 will be the first big, big, big push for PSVR two.
1: Yeah. We got to remember how long it takes to develop these ultra high end games. It takes years and years. And, um, you know, subsequently VR development on unreal engine five is just now starting like it, Just now, they're getting to the point where the the major features of Unreal 5 are usable to develop VR games. So uh, I do think that we're obviously going to see more as we go along. But I agree, Brian. I don't think they're going to wait. I think there's going to be stuff. You know, we've seen it with PS5 so far. They're very much taking the approach of letting the games sell the hardware. And that doesn't necessarily mean a lot of games. It just means a controlled release of a good game a few times a year. And I think we're going to see the same thing with PSVR 2 at, at first. And then uh, as the time goes on, we'll start to see more from third-party partners.
0: Agreed. Agreed. Uh, the other question comes to us from Darth Vader, the GameCat. He writes, hashtag viewer takeover. Do you think that Moss being a paid upgrade will cause a trend for other developers to give us non-free upgrades? All right, so uh interesting discussion uh about moss uh kind of kicked off today uh if you don't if if you didn't notice i I totally screwed up the run of show and we're gonna throw this conversation (laughs) right into the middle of it rather than the end of it um so what happened this morning was that uh, we all woke up to find out that moss book one and two are coming to playstation vr2 on launch day which is great fucking news right and if you saw on the playstation blog they listed all the different improvements like pretty much everything you'd expect to see like some you know really nice uh, improved graphics 4k resolution uh whatever right i mean everything from adaptive triggers to vibration in the headset they're they're taking advantage of everything psvr2 has to offer the other part of that that wasn't mentioned anywhere on the playstation blog or on uh, the, the polyarc twitter account anywhere was that if you own these games on PSVR 1, there's no paid upgrade or, or free upgrade. It is just you're buying the games again. Now, there's there's a bunch of different ways to look at this. Uh, and luckily, uh, worst case scenario is, is you're buying the bundle that they've priced at $40 on the PlayStation Store uh, with a 10% discount for Plus members. Uh, so $36 for both games. And I guess, in all fairness, that's cheaper than Moss Book Two even ever was uh, at launch, yes. at least. Um, so they're at least giving us a good deal on games if you have to rebuy them. But Wes, what's your takeaway from this, man? Like, uh, were, I think the, is the initial your initial reaction of kind of like frustration, irritation? Was that, that That's how I felt. Did you feel the same way?
1: It's opening. It's opening an old wound for me, and i I'll get to that. Uh, but I want to preface this with, with a few things uh, because I love Parley Arc. I love their games. I love the people there. I'm one of the few people who suggested that people go buy this game for $40 being Moss 2. Mm-hmm. I, I think that, that it's a $40 game and that it's worth it all day long. I've also long been a proponent of devs getting their money and we need to pay more for games. We need to be willing to pay more for games. With that said... I just don't understand this, man. And, and it doesn't surprise me because they did the same exact thing when Oculus Quest came out. They did not support cross buy for the people who had already bought Moss on Oculus Rift. And I thought it was a stupid decision then. I think it's a stupid decision now. And that is, you know, granted, you know, 40 bucks for both. That's an amazing price. People who don't have them, congratulations. And by the way, people who said, I'm waiting to buy Moss Book 2, huh? <laughs> Kudos to you! That was a great call. It looks it looks <laughs> wonderful today because now you're going to get the best version. Uh, but I, I don't understand this, Brian, because I can confidently say that most people, the vast majority of people that have already bought this game on PSVR, are not going to buy it again. It is a single-player, story-driven game that doesn't have a whole lot of replayability. Given the you know the features, the new features are going to be cool, and I look forward to playing it again. To to uh to to experience those features yeah. um nobody's going to pay for this twice and and at that i mean maybe we're wrong but the 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 consensus seems to be right now that they didn't sell many of these on ps one to begin with so it really seems like they're nickel and diming a handful of faithful fans that went ahead and got this on uh, on a last gen platform and I, I don't think that the black eye this gives them is worth the the ten sales that <laughs> we're going to get from 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 people that buy it twice. Like yep. nobody's going to pay for it again, uh, and I don't blame them. I, I really don't understand this, and I think it's dumb.
0: Well, I think I think what you brought up was extremely important, and that's that Moss Book Two sold reportedly anywhere from a few hundred copies on PSVR two to possibly a few thousand copies. Whatever the case, it super super undersold what they expected and so you're really uh you're really screwing over the few people that gave you forty dollars and then on top of that they reduced the price to thirty dollars after like after a short amount of time and so you know so the people who supported you the most not only got screwed out of their ten dollars before the discount but they're now they're getting screwed out of the fact that like they supported you on day one and now they're getting you know that was it like now you're saying hey you supported us now now buy our game again um, the other part of that is that Moss Book One sold amazingly well, right? Uh, we we know that Polyarch has said that uh, they've sold more than a million copies of Moss. Uh, now we don't know how that divides up between the different platforms. I'm sure a ton of those were on Quest, in Quest Two, um, but you got to figure that there's quite a few people who bought this game on PlayStation VR One, who's like one of the better sellers for a long time. So you can't, you know, say being like, okay, well. <laughs> you should reward the people who gave you the money for Moss Book 2, and then when it comes to Moss Book 1, well, that's a whole lot of people to, to suddenly reward in the same way that you would want to reward the people who actually bought Moss Book 2. And on top of it, Wes, this is this is really interesting. I'd forgotten about this until J. Meow reminded me of it earlier today. Um there was that whole play-at-home initiative at the beginning of 2021 that that Sony unveiled. It was like they just gave out like nine free games or something, and, and Moss Book 1 was one of them. You didn't have to have Plus. You just had to own a PlayStation to to, to click on it and, and add it to your library. So millions of people probably got Moss Book 1 for free. No charge at all to the consumer. Now, is it fair for those people who got Moss Book One for free, completely for free, not even not even paying for Plus, to also get now this PlayStation VR Two upgrade uh, without any cost at all.
1: No, I understand that, and and I would actually completely understand if uh, they use that as their reasoning for not uh, supporting a free upgrade for the first game. Right, yep. make people buy the second or the first game again. Uh, but I don't understand it for their recent release that just came out this past year. Uh, it makes no sense. Um, I, I get, I understand why they did it. They put a lot of work into these new versions. They want to be compensated for that work. I just think it's short, sh- short-sighted from a marketing standpoint. I don't think this is how you get compensated for it. Again, people aren't going to buy them again. But what you're doing by limiting, uh, you know, sales to new players only is you're, you're making the player pool smaller that's less word of mouth and you get this big black eye as you're one of a handful of games that is actually making people pay for the upgrade uh, it just doesn't make sense to me uh, now I would be you know may, maybe maybe we're just wrong and maybe they have stats on how many people bought Moss one on oculus rift went on to buy it again on uh, on quest uh, but I got to imagine that it wasn't many man uh, honestly
0: yeah um beard of power six 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 in the chat and and by the way i've been reading your comments all day from everybody um and and it i will say Wes, you said that no one's going to rebuy this thing it's a single player game with with no replayability and i think that's true but i I think there's a lot of people out there according to the comments at least that found it to be a magical experience as something they want to play through again, uh, on, on amazing new tech, you know, with the, with the best graphics possible and two hands in the game and the whole thing. Um, and so I, there are super Moss fans out there who who will be rebuying this, um, beard of power, six, six, six specifically in the chat says they should have done Moss book one, a free upgrade and then Moss book two half price. Keep in mind like it. that this is, so it's actually interesting because since my breaking news report earlier today, the PlayStation store prices have changed, <laughs> They were they were both like uh, they had listed them separately. They had the, the bundle for forty dollars with no discount, and then they had listed Mossbook one for you know uh, what was it like thirty dollars twenty eight bucks I think
1: I think they were both twenty eight bucks or
0: something. Like they were that. they were yeah they were each twenty eight bucks after the ten percent discount right. So like probably thirty bucks a piece or something like that. Um, and then they fixed the they fixed the Mossbook Mossbook one price, and so. The price has been going down all day, <laughs> and and the price for the bundle is now I think thirty six bucks. It's like you know forty with the ten percent plus discount. So thirty six bucks, and so really, I mean, especially compared to what these games cost originally, they were seventy dollars at launch, uh, thirty for the first game, and then forty for the second. I mean, to get them both, you're technically get them both, getting them both for half price. Um, I mean, a quart- great deal. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're getting them both for half price. I thought I'd miss said that, but now it's accurate. It, it's a great deal. It's a great deal for people who haven't played them yet. It's a great deal for anyone who's only maybe played the first game because now they're getting both games for less than the price of the second game. Um, and so I, I do think that there's... We're going we're gonna to bitch and whine and moan about this, Wes, but I, but I do think that we're somewhat in the minority. I, I'm going to bet that most people out there did not buy Moss Book 2 because we know the numbers are very, very low on it on PlayStation VR 1. And so... If you didn't buy Moss Book 2, well, here you go. Now you can, for the less than the price of Moss Book 2 was at launch, you can get both games upgraded to PlayStation VR 2.
1: That That is kind of the caveat and the flaw in, in what we're criticizing them <laughs> for here. Is that bundle being so, uh, you know, you want to say fairly priced? I'd say that, it, that it's more than that. That yep. is super cheap. And everyone who has criticized the pricing of Moss before because... Uh, the the games aren't long enough. That's pretty much what people say about them. They're not long enough. I say that, Wes. Uh, now, <laughs> now, I mean, put the two games together. I mean, that's a hell of a forty dollars game, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And so, so while I feel the pain for everyone out there, the, the the people who have a right to bitch about this, I think, are the people who bought both games at launch. You know, because there's a whole group of people out there who got Mossbook one uh, with the free to, with the play at home initiative for. For free, not even with PlayStation Plus, just for free. And there's a whole bunch of people out there who were like, nah, I'm not gonna buy Mossbook 2, it's too expensive. I don't know what the PlayStation uh, PlayStation VR2 is gonna be backwards compatible. I don't know and they waited. They waited and waited and waited and they and they lucked out, right? And so I think there's very few people out there, uh, the number of people who bought both games are the ones who are one hundred percent able to complain about this. I'm here to give you I'm here to give those people a voice we're here to give those people a voice. Uh, I don't think this is fair to everyone out there, but I do think a majority of people, uh, is it, look, distracted in the chat says, I don't, I still don't own wanderer for this very reason. And, and, and here we are a year after wanderer came out almost. And for the first time, I'm like, you know what? I kind of fucking agree with you distracted. <laughs> like it's, a, it's probably a good thing you didn't buy it. Cause who knows what the upgrade plan is? We have no idea. Um, so I, I think a lot of people out there are are fine with this move, um, but, but I think it also brings up the question, Wes, is is this something we're going to see more of? I think we've been extremely fortunate so far that the first 10 or 15 PSVR 2 upgrades of PSVR 1 games have been announced at no cost. This is the first time. Polyarch had to be the first ones to come out there and be like, sorry, you just have to pay for them again. They didn't even fucking say it. <laughs> they just...
1: Oh. A couple of things here. Yeah. Uh, first of all, we need we need to remember that it's not all black and white. There is there is a gray area here. And imagine how different the narrative would be right now if they said, hey, if you already own the game, 20% discount for you. I mean, that's a little bit of money in, in the big picture, mm-hmm. but the, a whole new story behind this. Uh, secondly, uh, I mean, how strong must these guys be sticking to their guns? Vertigo Games who has notoriously overpriced their games and gouged people, mm-hmm. not consumer-friendly at all, they buckled under the pressure of the question, will your upgrade be free? And within a day, they clapped, <laughs> and yes, you guys can have it. It's all yours. Not Polyarch, though, bro. Not Polyarch. Uh, poly but art. to answer your question, uh, there will be more. I don't think that it's going to be the norm uh, if the uh, the Oculus Quest – launches any kind of indicator it should be something like 80 to 90 percent of the uh, upgrades will be free yeah uh but there there, there are going to be a few mosses a few superhots that uh make people buy the game all over again and uh we just need to be ready for that and we need to remember that that's not sony's fault that's on the devs yep. and uh and, and let them hear about it but with your dollars.
0: Genetic Blasphemy, the Elemental Game Cat with a $2 tip, asks, does Sony charge the devs to offer free upgrades? No. It's, it's as simple as you think it is on the PlayStation Store. Uh, there are no charges when there are no charges incur if Sony takes 30% of every sale on the PlayStation Store, end of story, and if and if Polyarch wanted to get out there and say, here's our game, and we don't want to charge people who already own it, this is just a free upgrade, then Sony would not take any money for any of the free upgrades. They would still only take 30% of the people who pay money, 30% of whatever that cost is. It's as simple as it sounds. There's no hidden cost. And we talked to plenty of developers who have told us, this is how it works, and it's really fucking simple. Like it is really, really easy to offer next gen upgrades for your game at cost, at no cost, however you fucking want to do it. So uh, there's no conspiracy I mean, here.
1: And, and what a shame that we got amazing news today. Like these are <laughs> yeah. among the best games in VR mm-hmm. with with up with with legit next gen features that we've never seen in these games before. And the narrative is all about what the games cost. We, we've spent 10 minutes now or more talking about the price tag. And we haven't mentioned any of the uh, the, the new features. And uh, again, uh, this, is, this is all on them. You know, they make us do this, Brian. Why do they make us do this?
0: I don't know, man. I don't know why they make us do this. It's really sad. Um, but you know what? I don't know. I told you. I'm tired and I'm hungry. I'm angry. Congrats. Congrats to the people
1: who waited. I was wrong and you were right. And you're going to get the best version of the game at half
0: price. Yep. And I'm I'm going to add this. I'm going to add Shades of Grey Matters. Like I'm not so sure about that, Brian. Just please send me a link once you you have confirmation. (laughs) I'm like, once you know, send me a link Um, and I'll send you a link in response. The other thing about this, Wes, it it does kind of relate to the thing you just said. The thing you just said was that there's so much good stuff to say about Moss Book 1 and 2. There's so many great improvements coming to PSVR 2's versions of these games. Um, I just want to make it very clear. I would rather have every single game out there come to PSVR 2 and be paid than to lose any game in the process. Every single developer out there who's like, well, we can't, we, we can't, We can't do this we can't make our game psvr2 compatible if that means that we have to you know not charge anybody that we've already charged before dude i'd rather have these games here especially at a great discounted price than not get them at all i think this is this is this is an amazing uh amazing set of games to have on playstation vr2 i'm incredibly happy that they're coming over yes it sucks for a few people who are going to have to rebuy one or the other but I'm just I'm just happy they made it over. That that's the most important thing to me. Yeah,
1: and and I'm looking forward to doing this. You know, we had the Polyart devs on the only, uh, you know, camera and microphone interview we've ever done on Virtual Strangers was with Chris Alderson and uh, Doug Burton, uh, from Polyart Games. Doug Burton being one of the the lead game designers behind Moss Book Two, and we talked to him about the possibilities of PlayStation VR Two, and you could see it. You could see legitimately see the excitement for having new tools to work with. And in a game like this, the way the puzzles work in, in a game like Moss, having this whole new tactile ability and eye tracking, the, these are, are uh, amazing tools for expert game devs to use in, in puzzle design. And, uh, I mean, it's going to mean, it's gonna mean a, a lot more uh, depth. Well, it's going to mean a little more depth. For Moss Book 2, but it's going to mean a lot more for Moss Book 3 when it gets here. That's going to be incredible because it's going to be built from the ground up with these features in mind.
0: Yeah, agreed. I, I think this I think this also would have been easier for a lot of people to swallow if, uh, if they just called them, you know, like director's cuts or something like that. Like new content, right? Like. Are there, are there some new scenes? Are there, is there something new to discover? And but uh, and by all by all reports, these are going to be straight ports with nice PSVR two enhancements. These are absolutely ports. Um, so keep that in mind. That's it. so. In other words, we just we just came at this from seven different directions, and I'm walking away exactly feeling the same the way I woke up this morning, uh, which is very conflicted but very happy that these games are coming. So
1: we need a new frog level. We need the frog guy to pop back up and say, "Hey." Here's a whole other uh, chapter for you after the fact.
0: Right? We we need, to like, yeah, was it the Twilight Garden? Is that what that was? So good. Yeah, yeah. Really good stuff.
1: It was great. And seamless, too. Seemed like it was all always meant to be there. That's
0: right. Hey, Wes, did you happen to watch, switching topics seamlessly, the Upload VR Winter Showcase today with me, even possibly? No. No. Did I not. just pretended. I wasn't paying any attention. <laughs> <Damn> I- <laughs> Um. <laughs> You're joking. I'm not. <laughs> like that was. It was. It was a tough watch, man. It was a tough watch. Um, but uh, it's always good to see. It, whenever anybody highlights new VR games, whenever anybody spends some time and fo- focuses on the VR industry, uh, it's a good day. Uh, despite the fact that may, there might not have been too many bangers, uh, it was still. It was still good that somebody's focusing on it. Uh, and that said, we can extract a few key titles from this. Uh, I think we're going to start off with uh, Survival Nation that got announced. This is, I believe a, it was a Quest 2 game, uh, and it looks like a Quest 2 game. Uh, but it also got announced for PSVR 2 coming early next year. Uh, I'm just going to bring that up real quick. You know,
1: I was so confused by this trailer that it, it didn't dawn on me that I had seen this game before. I'd seen some stuff in the previous days really, uh, about this game. Uh, like screenshots, nothing, nothing like substantial. But I just thought it was a survival game. I didn't know it was a zombie game. And that was very much kind of the feeling I had when I watched the trailer. Like, oh, it's a fishing game. Oh, wait, it's not just a fishing <laughs> game. It's a hunting game. Oh, wait, what? There's zombies? That, that, that's kind of my, my feeling about this. And and to be quite honest, um, I probably should watch that, that trailer again because I was I was in such a... Disoriented state as I was watching it the first time. I really don't know what to think about it.
0: Yeah, I've actually got it playing full screen here, uh, so you guys can kind of check this out as we uh, as we discuss it. Um, here, let's get let's get West to fit a little bit more into this box. I feel like this is, this must be must be the template for Munjay. I'm all screwed up here. You can't keep me in your. Honey box brian i won't be held down all right well you do you well i read the description of the survival nations an open world online rpg survival game designed for vr in this game you will kill hundreds of zombies i'm not i'm not satisfied Wes. if you're not killing hundreds of thousands of zombies then there's just not <laughs> enough I, i'm coming off of days gone dude days gone where you kill hundreds of zombies in seconds um Acquire weapons, learn new skills, craft, explore the world, complete quests, and most importantly, fight for survival. I don't know if you noticed, there were a few padding. They padded the bullet points there. It um, like, explore the world. I don't think explore... If you tell me it's an open world, I think we should just assume that we're going to explore said world. Uh, and complete quests, There's you don't have to. Don't tell me what to fucking do, game. I There's quests, but I don't have to complete them. They're padding it a little bit. Um... But it's open world. I, I can't. I can't think of any open world survival games that we've uh, we've had in VR. Uh, well, not on PlayStation VR at least. Is Green Hell open world.
1: Uh, I mean, technically, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Green Hell's open world. Uh, it's a bit limited on Quest in terms of the size of the map, but it's absolutely fully explorable. And um, yeah, you're right. And that is coming to PSVR2 at some point, hopefully more like the pc version
0: yeah Oof. this is i mean for especially for you know an open world game you got to you got to admire their ability to even get an open world game uh up and running on the quest 2 which is which is great that they're able to do it you know that it looks even this good i don't want it to look like this when it gets over to playstation vr 2 uh, otherwise it's going to get lost in the shuffle man uh, i think developers have to be aware of the fact that there's going to be a lot of games for psvr2 and a lot of quality games uh games like this are going to get lost in the shuffle and even if it's a great game it's going to be easy to overlook it if you don't give this a little bit of visual polish the lighting in this the the, the colors everything looks a little drab and a little flat and and i don't know what it takes on the developer side of things to kind of not notch that up a bit right and make it and just give it a little bit more of a visual flare. Um, but but they but they got to do it because this is something I s- seems interesting to me. I would totally be down to play this.
1: Yeah, you you certainly get a uh, a strong vibe of like early Arizona Sunshine with regards to like the characters and the animations and uh, all that stuff. Um, but you're right that if you're talking about bringing this to a next gen system like PSVR two, and that is what we're talking about, right? This on PSVR two, right? Um, next-gen zombie games need to have next-gen zombies in them like well i want to see i want to see realistic looking zombies that you know tear people apart when when they finally catch them I, uh, we've we've got enough of this in terms of uh, games that look like this from last gen i, I want i want to see more uh but with that said you're right there, there's a lot to like here and uh hopefully this is one that stays in development long enough to uh to see some pretty major improvements from a visual standpoint.
0: I went to uh this is developed by Wankley Studio. Um I did go over to the store page. Um and I'm hopeful that you know some of these titles. Maybe you can help me out a little bit. Uh some of the other titles that Wankley has developed um have you heard of uh Elven Assassin? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I've heard of Elven Assassin. The archery game, right?
0: Mhm. Any good? I mean to your knowledge?
1: Uh I haven't played it, but I uh, have had it recommended to me a number of times, both on Quest and on
0: PC VR. So. Okay, they also made, yeah,
1: that's a that's a solid title.
0: They also made Battle of Kings VR. No, no, VR boxing workout.
1: Uh, no, okay, that sounds like a VR game. Yeah, it does sound. Uh,
0: so uh, you say you say it sounds like a Vipore game, and I say, I say yeah. Like I have any idea why that would <laughs> understand why that would be a VR game, but I don't. Uh, more importantly. Uh, so these guys have uh, some background in VR. They've made multiple VR games before. So that gives me a little bit of hope for this, um, especially if one of them comes somewhat recommended. I'm happy. Yeah. Uh, another game that got shown off today, Wes, uh, that I want to focus on was Across the Valley, which I think immediately, even in, in even the name of the game, uh, will bring to mind uh, Stardew Valley for anybody who's played that nice little farming life type sim. Uh, Let me get that up and running here on the screen for you guys. The big
1: shock with this one, Brian, is that when uh, when I saw the the trailer, I said, okay, now the Quest port. Mm -hmm. Uh, They didn't mention anything (laughs) about Quest support for this game, and that scares
0: me. Yeah. Uh, Why does it scare you?
1: Because look at it, man. It's Tomato Picker VR, and it's cartoony. They're not even realistic-looking tomatoes. It's like they're... It's like you could squeeze ketchup from them instead of juice.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, I will say that. Okay, well, I've, I was—I've always kind of like wanted a Stardew Valley game in VR, right? Because Stardew Valley seems like my kind of game, something I could plug away at a little bit every day, and I uh, really just think. 100 hours and over the course of the year. Uh, and the description actually sounds good. It says, on your farm, there's something to do every day. Give your plants and animals plenty of love and care that reward you with a, with a bountiful harvest. You can use your profits to expand your farm. Instead of clicking around in menus, you care for the animals and plants with your own hands. Instead of looking at your farm uh, from up above, they're obviously calling out Stardew Valley here, saying you're right in the middle of it, uh, which is nice. If they can mimic the, the gameplay of Stardew Valley, even a little bit, Uh, They could have a winner. And then I looked up the developer, Fusion Play. (laughs) (laughs) I think you're ahead of me on this one. Do you you know what else Fusion Play has made, Wes? Tell us, Brian. What else has
1: this developer brought us?
0: The last game Fusion Play released, to my knowledge, was Conrad's Kittens. And that was not a good cat simulator or possibly even a good cat game, or possibly even a good it's, game. It's no cat lateral damage. Brian. Well, geez, I love cat lateral damage on the flat screen. We, we should we should never discuss the VR version of cat lateral damage, which was cute but terrible. Love having gigantic cat paws, Wes. Why can't I just be a cat in VR with gigantic cat paws? Even good dog, bad dog I had move support. No big cat paws, dog paws. You, you know what I'm trying to well, say.
1: What we need is for the uh the baby hands developer to make a game called cat paws and oh, yeah. you get to be a cat
0: just like you want your dream chicken waffle are you listening <laughs> like seriously that would be i mean really why did why was that not the original point of baby hint I don't know man I don't know so not not terribly promising i guess is uh is the answer here it, i I think it's a great idea I think that. Uh, somebody should make a Stardew Valley game in VR. Uh, I could sink hundreds of hours into it. I don't think this is going to be it. Um,
1: I've never played Stardew Valley, and, and and you know, maybe this game turns out to be fun, and maybe that one was too, but when I, when I look at this and it says, give your plants and animals plenty of love and care. They'll reward you with the bountiful harvest. I am from Eastern Kentucky, Brian. Grew up here. Um, do you know what we call this here? We call it when I was growing up, we called this chores. Like this is what I did to earn uh, a, a few dollars on the weekend to uh, to go get a soda pop and a bag of chips. Like I don't want to do work in VR. Uh, I don't want to work at restaurants because I've spent a good portion of my life doing that, mm-hmm. and I don't want to work on a farm because I spent the beginning of my life doing that.
0: But I think you and I are in a similar boat, Wes. Um, I've never worked on a farm. To me, it's Interesting, at least, um, you know, as long as there's no actual physical labor involved, I could do it virtually. Um, but the uh, but but, yeah, man, I've worked in restaurants most of my life and I know the stress of bartending and waiting tables. And I don't want to do that virtually. I hated bartender VR simulator for plenty of better reasons than the fact that it stressed me out. Uh, but, you know, yeah, counterfight and. VR, the diner duo. Star tenders. I mean, you name it, man. Any game where there's like some time limit involved, and you have to fucking, you know, make a sandwich or make a burger or make a drink, and, and then hand it to the customer. Yeah, I don't. I don't need that in my life.
1: Where's our VR serving game that's uh, like realistic? So when you get a an asshole customer, which most customers are cool as long as you give them good service, but every now and then you'll get an entitled asshole. And disgusting things happen to these people's food. And it's hilarious because you just go back to the back and you tell people, all right, this lady's a bitch. Yep. Sorry that you have to cook their food again uh, because it's a little bit different than what they were expecting. Uh, I've seen some disgusting things, Brian, that I, I don't even feel comfortable talking about, yep. but you know, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. Yep.
0: right, Dude, I've worked in all kinds of restaurants and and, and here's a spoiler for all of y'all who think that, there's some kind of difference between, you know, the common everyday, uh, cheap restaurants you go to in the, in, in the high class shit. Here's the difference. Nothing. There's absolutely no fucking difference between the two. Uh, in fact, I would say that the, the, the safety standards and, um, in the regulations in the cheaper restaurants are more strictly regulated than the high, than, than the fine dining restaurants. Cause fine dining is like that. That shit is just like, you know, Usually mom and pop stores and stuff. No one's checking on that shit, really. Uh, Got to let you know. I just don't fucking eat at restaurants, man. I'm going to tell you. Just don't never. do it. No.
1: <laughs> don't eat at restaurants. That's a, the best advice you can give anyone. Yeah.
0: And everybody everybody thinks their restaurant's different. It's not. I fucking promise you. The My favorite restaurant would never... No, they fucking do. I kid you not. And I'm sorry to be the bearer. I was going to say, bad news. It's the truth. <laughs> this, I mean...
1: These kids that work in these places—they don't give a shit no. about their job or about your food. It's funny to them to fuck with your food. It's a joke. Yeah, and that goes for everywhere. Like we, we've all eaten the worst kinds of things, Brian. I, I, you know, you know it. I know it. Yeah.
0: Yep. Good thing uh, it's a lot of people in the chat are like nope. Never seen it. Oh, wouldn't, it would, wouldn't happen. You
1: people wouldn't believe it. Yep. You people wouldn't believe it if I told you what I've seen. You would not
0: believe it. Same. And I do. I do pride myself for for the most part being a really really good employee who would never do that kind of stuff. But man, I had some really hungover days in Tennessee where I don't know, man. I I, I just went along for the ride and I just was like, "Fuck you." This is how it's going down. I, I I do consider myself a. I was I was one of the good ones. And even the good ones, man, have their oh. bad days.
1: That's right. Him. It's a stressful, stressful job.
0: Yeah, it is. It's incredibly stressful. You have no idea. Uh, speaking of stressful, let's talk about Stride for a second. Um, I don't. Obviously, there was no news about PlayStation VR uh, regarding Stride today uh, when it came to uh, when it came to the upload VR showcase. But we did see uh, we did see footage of the campaign, the long-awaited for a single player campaign that, uh, the Joyway has been talking about for years now, I think, right?
1: Yeah, it's, um, it's, it's, uh, much like the Moss conversation that we had a moment ago. This one's very bittersweet. I've been saying, I'm not really going to dive into stride and I have tried stride a couple of times. Uh, don't get me wrong, but I'm not really going to give it a legit shot until we get what I've wanted from the, they announced this game and that is the story campaign and it's here brian it's finally here and it looks cool yeah but i don't know if you read all the stuff i sent you i did there's a very a very big caveat to that go on (laughs) apparently from what i understand uh this this is only going to be about an hour of content in the game like and, and you know I'm sure that means two hours for me because of the way I play games. But still, like we've been waiting a long time. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't compute to me why this would just be an hour. I don't understand.
0: I don't, I don't know. Maybe because they are releasing seven different games at a time. <laughs> this is the, joyway is the most add developer i've ever seen in my life like they just like keep just throwing shit at the wall be like hey we got a new game hey we got a new game hey we got a new game and as soon as one of them doesn't seem to be performing terribly well they go oh we're, we're not going to support that game anymore you know the one you just bought last month I was like, what what is going i'm so happy this is i've never been happier to be on the playstation vr side of things ever than when it comes to joyway because usually i'm like well where's our game where's our game how come pc's getting it how come we're not getting it and then and i'm just like you know what We'll let you PC guys sort this shit out. Find out which ones are successful, right? And then when they figure out which games they're actually going to support, and uh, then then bring them our way. As it is, we didn't even get all the updates for Stride on PSVR One. They they just stopped supporting it after pretty much after launch, right? They fixed a couple of things, and then we're like, we're out. Um, and I do I like Stride. I like Stride a lot, even as is as the fifteen dollars game it launched at. Not sure why they raised the price to twenty. As the fifteen dollars game, it had great time trials and like really fun locomotion. And yeah, it took a little while to get used to that jump motion uh, with the button and the swing. But it, but it was I eventually fell in love with it. And the time trials would got addictive, and, and the three different modes they included were great. Uh, and for fifteen dollars, it was awesome. This is a free upgrade that's not coming to PlayStation VR one. The hope is that they bring the entire package of stride over to psvr2 including what are they calling the stride fates uh this Roger is the it, pre-dlc uh hour-long single-player dlc i don't know man how how, how how long would you expect this to be like you you said you're shocked that it's only an hour um i feel like if it keeps up the intensity for the hour that a normal run of stride would give you i, I think i'd be okay with that
1: well, I'm sure. I mean, obviously, it's it, it, an hour's better than zero, right? <laughs> but ty- typically, yeah, you know, when when I play a game, and like I mentioned before, this the the campaign's what's bringing me in. Like all the other stuff, the time trials and the parkour uh, stuff that they've got going on, that's all great. Like the the multiplayer, that's all stuff that's supposed to be supplementary to the campaign. The campaign's supposed to be the main course and uh, you know how long would i like it to be well how long i mean i guess i guess um you know free diver was an hour and i I like that um you know fract fract was a couple hours and transference was a couple of hours i like those Mm. so i mean i guess if it's an awesome hour start to finish sure i mean it's a 20 dollar game it's not like we're talking about a 40 dollar game here um but I do want to give a little credit where credit's due here. Assuming that their games are going to be, come to to, to PSVR two and that they're full featured, uh, I think Stride's pretty complete now with this. I, I think that that they finally did it, Brian. They finally finished their first game. <laughs> uh, and, and again, um, you know, sure they're they're announcing games twice as fast as they're finishing them. Uh, for what it's worth, I feel like every game has been better than the last one. And uh, I am very much looking forward to uh, the ones that they announced today. They look awesome.
0: Yeah, my my, my real hope is that. Um... I feel like Joyway needs to kind of like make amends with the PSVR community. Um, we feel, I think we all feel like we got really fucked on stride. Uh, and especially they never even apologized. They never, they were never even like, Hey, uh, real sorry. Uh, you know, this just the updates aren't going to be possible or, you know, this, the sales didn't warrant. They didn't, they didn't say anything. They were just like, Hey, we never said that you'd be getting anything post launch. Be like, Yeah, but unless you say that, you know, upfront from the get go then of course we're going to assume that the psvr version is going to get all the updates that you've announced um so i think that was like really disingenuous of them and i think that they could they could make amends by saying okay listen for the few people who actually bought stride on psvr one you're getting a free psvr2 upgrade and 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 of course they haven't even announced the psvr2 version yet so like this is all very very hypothetical Wes. um but but being able to say hey we have a psvr2 version it's going to be the complete one with all the time trials and all the extra stuff that you guys didn't get uh the multiplayer modes that are that are incoming uh, actually are the multiplayer mode's already out on other platforms i don't even know i didn't hear anything about this
1: yeah yeah there's multiplayer out okay
0: multiplayer um board. and so you know and with the campaign it's like hey here's your complete package you know and then they could sell it to a brand new audience and i'm sure the thousand people that actually bought it on psvr1 would be very very happy and feel like we have made amends <sighs> Fingers crossed, man. Though, how many games do they have in development, dude? This is, this is kind of crazy. Like I've never heard of another studio doing anything even remotely like this.
1: So the, I guess this makes four more now. After after Stride, there's Against and Outlier, which they just you know they quit supporting on on Steam. Uh, there's Against, there's out the Outlier, and then there's the two that they announced today. Um, by the way, subsequently, I think against would be great on PSVR two with the extra haptics and the eye tracking. That game is perfect for PSVR 2s features. Hopefully they'll, uh, they'll find enough manpower to get that job done.
0: Hey, real quick. I don't, do I have a trailer for against? I was going to, nope, I don't. So I was going to ask you to talk about it, but you know what? I don't have a, I don't have any visual aids, so let's move on. (laughs) Um, I'm 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 looking through our run of show, man. I think I think we have covered. Oh my god! Oh my god, Brian, we did it! We did it! Holy shit! Yeah. Well, we're not out of the woods yet. We still have 20 questions, guys. Thank you so much for hanging out. It is time for, to play PSVR. 20 questions. We, Wes and I have never finished a show this early. Um, and before the show, crazy, we were like, man. like we could really use a shorter show today. So, apologize to anybody who who needed this for a two hour plus drive. Uh, we love you so very much. However, Brian, need, Brian needs to go back to bed. <laughs> and west you have like a thousand things going on over there so like oh absolutely yeah so we don't feel too bad Uh, guys If you don't know how this works uh west is the host this time he's got a a playstation vr game up in that lovely little head of his and you guys out there and me over here we have 20 yes or no questions in only six minutes on the clock that's the real fucking killer um to figure out what game he's thinking of west do you have a game ready to go
1: I uh, indeed, I do, Brian. All
0: right, I need all your help out there because my brain's not working on my market. Desgo, uh, does this game use analog sticks? No, no sticks. <laughs> okay, so we're going to assume moves only, we're going to assume that. Hopefully, we are correct. <clears throat> um, hmm. Is are there? Would you consider? Hmm, are there any puzzles in this game? <laughs> I changed that three times.
1: Puzzles? I don't think so, man. I wouldn't consider this to be a puzzle game, no. Okay. I mean, maybe there's some like small puzzle elements, but it's not a puzzle game.
0: Okay. Uh. Lots of good questions. Uh. Beard of Power asks, is there a PSVR 2 version of this game incoming that we know of? I I, I don't think so. Okay.
1: I, I don't think so. Like, um, I'd be surprised if there wasn't one, but uh, I don't, Ooh, don't think it's been it's pretty big
0: mentioned so far. All right. Uh, okay, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Is this uh? Is I'm going to go with Mike Kelly's VR's question. Is this a PSVR exclusive? And by so let's you know what I'm going to say. Is it a PlayStation exclusive? So there could be a flat screen no. version. No, not a PlayStation. No,
1: not 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 exclusive to PlayStation.
0: Okay, does it have a flat screen version? Can you play it on the flat screen? No, I can't. I don't
1: think.
0: Okay, we don't. We know a lot of things that this game isn't. Five
1: five questions.
0: Okay, not not a puzzle game, you guys. Uh, no word on PSVR 2. Not a PlayStation exclusive. You cannot play it on the flat screen. The only thing we know is that there's moves, move support. Um, has this developer made other PSVR games?
1: Um, I don't think so. You know, Subsequently, I just asked Google if this is coming to um, PSVR 2. And, it, of course, I, I see no evidence of that. But I also see
0: people also ask... Is PSVR two real? I, I saw that the other day. I was like, <laughs> "Boy, Sony, you really got to amp up your marketing when people don't even know if the product you're selling in two months is real." Um, oh, okay. Beard of Power. I'm going to go with your question again. Uh, is this based on any kind of uh, known IP? No. Oh man, we are in so much trouble right now. Ian Marsh. I'm going to adjust your question. Is this a would if would this had been in the conversation of when it came to our top fifty debate? Yes. Oh. Multiplayer? Any multiplayer in this game?
1: I'd love it if there were, but no. Oh.
0: Uh, is it first person? I'm asking Shapeshifter's question. Uh, yeah. yeah, it is. Okay, first person, top 50, and only moves. Oh, boy. I think, is that 10? I think that's 10. Uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Yes, indeed. Um. Is there combat in this game?
1: Um... Yes.
0: Is it melee That's combat?
1: You want you want an extra clue? I just found something out that I didn't know.
0: I don't think so. Not yet. Hold on to it because I might need it later.
1: There is, uh, there is indeed melee combat.
0: Okay, we're running out of Me- melee combat. Is oh Dan Kiefer? Good question. Um, ah, shit. Hey, I'm just gonna ask your question. Is it on rails? No, not on your house. Damn. We're in trouble. Um, all right, I'm going to go Nick the game cat house question. Is there a rhythm element to this at all?
1: I don't think so. No.
0: Okay. Again, we know a lot of what this isn't. Um, Bob Zarkoff. Uh, good question. Good question. Good question. It's got combat and melee combat. We can't, we can't assume that there's, that this is everybody's golf. Um, <laughs> is it arena combat, combat. as beard of power arena combat? Uh, no, no arena combat. All right. So I get sort of a few things there. Um, do you play as a human? You do.
1: And I think that's 15.
0: Okay. So there's no, no golem. You guys, I guess technically he plays a human and golem, but. Oh my God. It's not on rails. Oh my God. Why can't, uh, can uh, somebody's asked about Sirento, uh, Vargosoft. Um, can you do backflips in this game?
1: Um, backflips? flips, I don't think so, no.
0: No. Crap. Um shit. Okay. Uh you know what, I got two seconds left. Is this going? No, but but I, I
1: burn a little bit of your time up with the sides and anecdotes. Go ahead and ask your questions. I don't run the clock here. We we, we don't. Are there, we there don't zombies in this game? Run. Do you fight zombies? <sighs> Technically, no. I mean, there's some certainly some undead creatures in the game, but uh, I don't think there's any zombies that I saw.
0: Why? Why isn't this? I thought here's the
1: clue I was going to give you a moment ago. You asked me if they had developed another game for PSVR Mm 2 or PSVR, yeah, which they have not. Uh, but there is another game that they have developed on PlayStation that is on the Oculus Rift and is a fully playable in VR only on Oculus, not on Steam. Not on Switch or PlayStation, but you can play it in PR on Oculus,
0: I think which you've is got, weird. I think you've got everybody stumped in the chat. What the... F- song in the
1: Smoke, Brian. Song in the Smoke is uh, is my game. What?
0: What? How did I not get Song in the Smoke? Oh, my God. Um... Oh my god, moves only, top fifty for sure, first person, combat, melee. All of this is very true. No puzzles, no announcement for PSVR two, as you said, but definitely should. No rhythm elements, not a PlayStation exclusive, not playable on the flat screen, they haven't made other PSVR game. Holy shit balls, dude. It would be great in multiplayer. It's not on Rails. Yeah, no, you did not AJ the fuck out of this at all. You killed it. Uh, I did not. What is the game? What is the other uh, a
1: game called, Yeah. There's a game called Galaxy. Galactic Z. It's I, like a, a like an old arcade song. Okay.
0: Yeah, I've played Galaxy. You can,
1: it, you can play it in VR on uh, on Oculus. Did you know that? I didn't know that.
0: No fucking idea. Holy crap! That is amazing. Uh, wow, dude. Wow, God. You know, I I, I can I know that um I know that song. The smoke did not perform the way that these guys wanted it to. Um,
1: yeah it's kind of scary right because we talk about is it coming to psvr2 that's the reason i have any doubt that it would was because they were very vocal about not making much money on this game so what what motivation would they have to bring it to a new platform
0: yeah uh this is you see distracted in the chat says i hope it's a free upgrade for the psvr2 if it shows up (laughs) like Honestly, I, this is one of those, one of the many games that if it comes to PSVR 2, I'm just going to be fucking happy that it made it over because it's so in doubt. Um, so I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I would love to, uh, I'd love to de- to dive deep into that. I'm going to, I'm going to message them tonight and see what I can find out. Um. Drop them
1: some clues, man. <laughs> tell them, tell them that we want advanced haptics, that we want to use, you know, there's a lot of breakables in this game that, that wear out and break over time. Yeah perfect for adaptive triggers like everything can be very tactile and very much enhanced
0: i'm not i'm not going to tell them how to make their game less i'm just going to tell them that there's a a big desire in the psvr community uh to be able to keep playing this game next gen yeah yeah absolutely yeah and i'll tell them to change the name that's what i'll do i'll tell them to change the name to survival vr or or savage vr and I'll up big and maybe they'll sell songs. this time songs in the smoke oh it's the sequel More more yeah. than one song in Songs in the Smokes.
1: Sounds like uh, a documentary about my time in college. <laughs>
0: this is why we get along so well, Wes. Both awful human beings when all is said and done. Well, thank you so much for hanging out with me. <laughs> Excuse me, that was, I don't know what that was. That didn't go well. Um, twice today. I, you, you got uh, you got twice the West for half the price. This is your free PSVR 2 upgrade oh. right here.
1: West, West Day triple header. That's right. We're just now getting past halftime, and uh, yeah, see you guys later. Those of, those of you who don't sleep, uh, we'll be back again.
0: That's right, man. Let us know what's uh. You've got all sorts of stuff going on. Virtual strangers. I know you're a busy busy boy today. What's uh What's happening over on that other channel tonight?
1: Our last regular episode of the year, what? and we're gonna kick it off. We're gonna kick it off uh, or, or or say goodbye on a on a high note. Uh, we're, we're going all high end VR tonight. We're going to start off by talking about hubris, which is the topic of the day. And then we're going to end the episode with a real time review of lawn. Do all these games just all shine and no substance. We're going to find out together tonight.
0: I'm so excited. I'm, I'm really, those are, I'm not, I'm not even blowing bong in the smoke, bong in the smoke. That's fucking perfect. Nick, the game (laughs) cat. How, love it um those are two those are two vr games i'm very very curious about um and uh and having heard all the uh kind of all over the place reactions to hubris today uh very curious to tune in and see what you guys have to say although i'll probably be tuning in tomorrow (laughs) so i apologize in advance for not showing up that just isn't something i'm capable of
1: we we go on at 1 a.m so like i I don't fault anyone who catches the replay
0: You get get the UK who's, like, waking up, like, if they work at a bakery. Like, that is your target demographic. Uh, British bakers.
1: (laughs) But Paradise the K, he typically starts the episode with us and then has to take his children to school. And then he comes back and ends the episode with
0: us. Yeah. It's good. You're part of somebody's day, man. You're part of somebody's day. It's awesome. Uh, So if you guys don't subscribe to Virtual Strangers, make sure you click the link in the description below uh, and join Wes and his friends over there where they talk about not just PlayStation VR and PlayStation VR 2, but all VR the way it should be. We've been doing it wrong over here for six years. And for that, I apologize. Wes, it is time to get out of here. Thank you, everybody, for hanging out with us all day today. It's been a blast. I appreciate everybody who supports the channel on patreon.com slash games. Thank you to everybody who sits in the chat and helps me out with 20 questions, tips during the show, all of the moderators who keep everything civil. You might not know they're there, but they are, so watch your fucking back. Also, uh, J. Meow for uploading this thing on podcast services of your choice and Sci-Fi GameCat Henry, who puts timestamps in. Insane. It's a job I wouldn't would pay me enough to do. He does it for free. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, and of course, everybody who sat back and watched the show and didn't say a goddamn word, we know you're out there and we love you just as much. Let's get out of here, Wes. do Like, how has it been? How long has it been since Song in the Smoke came out? Like, that's the first time I've seen anybody make that joke, bong in the smoke. It's like, that definitely describes our college days, I think. It fits, right? It does, it okay. does, dude. I was in the elevator the other day, and um, and and some guy. Okay, well, I guess well, I, you can't just get walk into my building. Like you just can't. Like that's not how this you know apartment living works. You need some kind of access. And so some guy was struggling to get into the building, and finally I was like, dude, you know, like I was waiting for pizza to be delivered, and I was like, do you need to get in? Like he had a suitcase and stuff. Like like he was he was traveling, and I was like I was like, do you need to get in? He's like, yeah. He's like, uh, I'm. I'm uh, there's an Airbnb here. I was like, no, there's not. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you are in the middle of the ghetto, sir. Do you know where you are? He goes, yeah. He's like, I rented out the apartment on the on the 16th floor, and uh, and it's this. And I was like, you're kidding me. Some some tenant here is uh, is renting out their unit as an Airbnb and didn't give the guy any information about how to access the building. And so I let him in, and I, and I bring him up to his floor and make sure everything's legit. And he pulls out and he's telling me what he's doing in town. He's like, you know, doing this promotion work for this company. And he goes, Do you smoke? And I was just about to say no. And then I realize if I say yes, he's gonna give me something. And so I say <laughs> yes. And he and he takes out of he he goes into his bag and he's got all this promo stuff in his bag. And uh and 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 he's flipping through trying to figure out what he should give me. And he gives me this little container full of like I kid you not, some of the fucking greatest weed I've ever seen in my life. Like, wow. yeah, oh man, like the, the like little orange hairs and everything. And I just op- the second you open up the little container, like it just it just wafted through the entire elevator. I was like, oh my god, this is fucking great. I can't wait to smoke this. And <laughs> and I don't I don't really smoke anymore, man. Like I I pothead days are way behind me, it just gives me panic attacks. But uh, so yeah, so, dude, just gave me like I mean, it was like easily an eighth. Just for free, uh, because that's that's what he's doing. That's what he's in town promoting. Right. He was from LA. And I was Ooh. like, sweet.
1: Yeah. So he's like one of these pharmaceutical people who do take samples to all the doctors and shit, but it's weed.
0: Yeah. Yeah, totally. So that's awesome. And
1: uh, uh, now I know what I, I always wondered what my calling was and what I should be, what I should do. Now I know. That's <laughs> what I need
0: to do. Everybody in the chat is like cheering me on. They're like like
1: yes. Brian. First of all, how crazy is it that this guy's staying in an apartment that is being subbed out by one of the tenants in your building. Right? I mean that's pretty sketchy. That's <laughs> sketchy, man. I I don't know that I could walk into that situation confidently. But this guy, he don't care. Him he, he and his briefcase full of weed. Yep. He'll go anywhere, anywhere with a couch.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. He and he seemed like a professional. Like he was well dressed, and like you know, he seemed like he he had money. And uh, and so he was only in town for one one night. He only needed the apartment for one night, and so he probably just like <laughs> grabbed whatever he could find. Um. And, uh, and and he just he did not luck out <laughs> at all. So I I, I think he'd still trying to be getting to the building if I didn't help him out um but yeah if you guys if you guys are on discord uh i'll post the picture i i, I sent a weed i sent a picture of the weed to my boyfriend um it's so, just to be like hey i got us weed <laughs> and he was like dude i have weed all the fucking time what's your problem Um <laughs> <laughs> so he's like you don't even smoke and i was like but i'm going to because it looks so good uh but i'll post a picture of what he gave me um in in the ask brian channel for anyone on discord but just hit it one time brian what one time
1: when you finally do decide to smoke it all you gotta do is hit it once I like you don't smoke anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh so my my tolerance is zero and I can tell you from experience, one is enough. Today's weed so much better than our weed was. <sighs> oh
0: I know, man, I know. I, I know I'm not gonna hit it, have to hit it more than once. I haven't I haven't gotten high in so long. Not on weed at least. So <sighs> Alright, that was it. That that was our that was our post Games conversation. Good night everybody. We love you.
1: Meow. Meow.
0: Cecil's here live. You were here, and you got called out for it.